Welcome to the Soul on Fire podcast. Today I'm joined with Dina Dayal. We met about 10 years ago when I was just starting my practice of Krishna consciousness. And when I first saw Dina Dayal Prabhu, I thought, who is this young sannyasi? And for those <laughs> listeners who aren't familiar, a sannyasi is like a renunciate. They travel the world and teach about yoga science and they're of the highest order in spiritual circles. So I thought, wow, this guy in orange, he's like a sannyasi, but he looks like my age. And 10 <laughs> years later, he still looks exactly the same, ever youthful. How are you going, Prabhu? <laughs> yes, I'm, um, what can I say? Uh, and people say, you haven't changed at all. So I, I, I originally reply, well, I haven't, it means I haven't made any progress in the last 10 years. No, I <laughs> but, mean, you look very young, uh, that's what I meant. Just your okay. vibrancy and your vitality, you know, and your, yeah, no wrinkles either. <laughs> no, there are, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I, I guess, uh, hairs. <laughs> uh, hardly any hair <laughs> but uh, yeah I guess the the celibate promissory life is uh, is helpful to maintain your form <laughs> but uh, but yeah that's all external that's not the, the the most important thing really important is what's happening in, internally uh, and that's the change we want to see. Internal change, some transformation. External, you know, comes and goes anyway. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because we were just discussing, you know, how um, you said, you know, it's, a, it's all about boiling the milk, which is an expression that, um, for those who have heard it, means like, okay, it, it, let's actually focus on our our current um well okay so the context correct me if i'm wrong Prabhu, was um the founder of the Hare krishna movement um was talking about the the current number of members right and he said okay we've got enough members now let's boil the milk is that your understanding like what does that expression boil the milk mean to you yeah that's i think correct what you said that this this incident occurred in the past but boil the milk means uh, raise your own bar uh, increase increase your your quality in in every aspect of of, of your existence you know uh, mental physical spiritual all, me, all can go under the category of boiling the milk. But uh, yeah, basically self-development, self-improvement. 
in whichever way. Uh, yeah, so. Mm. And then if we boil the milk, uh, we, we start off as a, as a very liquid milk and then in the process of boiling, boiling we are thickening, hopefully, and then we, we should end up as a full-fledged burfi. So this is uh, <laughs> our goal, <laughs> burfi, so that we can offer our, our, ourselves to Krishna as a burfi. Burfi being the best sweet on the planet, pretty much just milk and sugar boiled down, right? Right. Can't beat that. Yes, it's highly concentrated nectar. Yeah, highly conscious. Okay, so we want to be a full-fledged burfi, which is highly concentrated nectar. And then we can offer ourselves to Krishna. That's it. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for joining the podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> so what does that look like for you, Prabhu? Like, how do you boil the milk in your own day-to-day life? Well, I... One thing, of course, I should always keep the goal in mind, the, the ultimate goal of life in mind. Never let, let it out of sight. Well, well, if you ask what's my goal of life, my goal is to become intoxicated villager. Okay. Yeah, I can explain you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting myself in the shoes of a listener who's never heard anything about you know, any of these kind of terms other than intoxication you know as you know getting wasted on a saturday night yeah right um you know the country where i'm coming from i'm from eastern europe i'm from estonia and then there, there used to be this communism communism uh, soviet union regime when i was growing up and uh, and and the atmosphere especially when I, when I traveled in a country, uh, going through the villagers, the, the, the typical scene of a village life is uh, the men in village, they are, they are so depressed in their life that they don't have any, any goal to strive for. And so they just get together and just drink, you know, drink some alcohol. And, then, and it's a very depressing scene. What, what a waste, you know everyone is born with so many talents and something that they can offer to the world but so anyway they get together and then they just get get uh, drunk and uh, just waste away their life in such a way but um, so there there are um, intoxicated villagers right but <laughs> they got that part right but 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 they, they, they're in wrong village and they, they uh, take the wrong intoxication right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you, 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 you get where I'm heading to <laughs> so keep going yeah. though <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> As it, when I say my goal of life is to become intoxicated villagers that, that the village that I'm aspiring to live in is, is Rindavan the, the, the topmost village uh, and the intoxication is love for God love of God love of Radha and Krishna. So this is uh, the topmost intoxication and the topmost village. So so this is the call of life that I should keep in mind always while uh -huh. boiling the milk. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
mm. and then yeah ideally we should uh, we should not have a detour on our progress uh, in becoming perfect but uh, we should just steadily boil the milk but sometimes of course the the, the illusory energy will distract us in mm. so many ways in this world and yes uh, and uh, delay our <laughs> becoming perfect right uh, 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 yeah okay no that's really good. I, I appreciate you bringing that point up you know because those who are interested in boiling the milk um, you know and a big reason I make this podcast is just to get the uh, get wisdom from from people like yourself for myself you know um, and then you know in the process of doing that and as a good excuse for doing that I make it a podcast <laughs> but um, you know it's I'm interested in in boiling the milk myself but you're right there is this tendency to want to take a detour um, and as you say it creates a delay and you know I'm I'm pretty particular about my burpee I like I like the I've had Melbourne burpee you know and once you've had Melbourne burpee it's hard to beat that it's hard to like it's hard to be satisfied with a burpee that's not like the Melbourne burpee. That's my experience. So I don't really enjoy um, a, a, a non-hard, you know, burpee like the Melbourne burpee. But by, um, as you say, taking a detour and getting into the illusory energy in our spiritual life, that's what we're doing. We're we're offering Krishna a, a sort of a um, a non you know non A class, you know, some second class, third class burpee. <laughs> right. Yeah, Krishna is very patient. He he he's he's willing to wait one lifetime, two lifetimes, three lifetimes. Mm. Uh, but we are, it's, it's, we, we are the losers, we are missing out the, the real nectar, the real intoxication, the, the, yeah, the real happiness. And uh, like Srila Prabhupada, our Paramburu said, I like to saying that people are basically looking only for two things, someone to love and something to do. <laughs> and so, hmm. Yeah, really, uh, we should try to avoid these delays as much as possible. And uh, yeah, but at the same time, like you had a Mahatma Prabhu on on the other day on your soul on fire. Uh, And Mahatma Prabhu, he he always um, emphasizes the point that as devotees, you know, we put very high call for ourselves. We put our, the, our power very high, and, but, and and when we don't reach the bar, we have tendency to become very heavy on ourselves, uh, and that's also not healthy to be you know beating ourselves down because we're not living up to the, our own expectations. But you know you have to have that balance. <laughs> Keep yourself in stretching zone at the same time. Don't be too hard on yourself, right? Mm. But. but that's my understanding of of how to kind of 
be more or less in balance. Mm. Right. So you're saying, although you may, you know, take those side streets, those detours, and sort of delay your um, your your simmering down of of the burphy and and not be able to offer the best possible burphy to Krishna. Um, actually, we're the ones missing out by doing that. And at the same time, you know, we shouldn't beat ourselves up for that um, because Krishna is patient. And also, it's just not healthy for us to do that. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Just, just uh, see every day as an opportunity to correct, correct ourselves mm. and uh, see it as an opportunity to learn from mistakes mm. and just improve to whatever little degree is still improved so yeah it, that's uh, a really good point just treat every day as an opportunity to correct you know from the previous day just by a small degree it's a it's a really powerful you know because if i lately i've been doing this you know at the end of the day i'll journal you know how did I meet my targets today? And usually it's like 70, 80% um, reaching my targets. If I, if I reach them all, I've really done my best. And even if it's like 70, 80, I probably did my best. Um, well, I did almost my best. But if the next day I can somehow or other tick off those other boxes, then I've done my best. And even if that isn't someone else's best it's my best and that one thing i heard recently was that by doing these actions we <clears throat> we we deepen our connection with krishna so it's not necessarily about being perfect or you know in our own eyes or in god's eyes but it's about um getting the affection of that person and that definitely happens when you do your best right even if your best is kind of like low compared to someone else if that if i do my best right i've just connected with krishna and that's the goal of life what would you say that's right yeah and i would say that yeah by doing your best you feel satisfied you feel fulfillment and if you kind of uh, go half half-heartedly um, you feel disappointed with yourself dissatisfied with your with your with yourself and you, you you know because you know I could do better and I still didn't do it you know and at the same time it's pointless to compare ourselves with others because uh, everyone runs their own race it's 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 so easy to be distracted actually uh, by looking at the runner on the, on the right runner on the left that's what we often do <laughs> yeah you know by comparing ourselves to others but they have totally different past different karma different uh, guna you know guna and karma psychophysical makeup mm. different uh, challenges they have to deal with uh, so therefore, yeah, it's, it's pointless to compare ourselves with others. 
Mm, pointless. Yeah, well, it doesn't mean that we cannot take inspiration from from seeing others uh, succeeding, but uh, uh, ultimately, yes, we ha we fly our own airplane. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah, I've really appreciated these points. I feel like I want to ask you about your, um, your, like, your projects and your, uh, martial arts. How's that going? How's it going? Well, about a year ago, I, I started my non-profit, International Tinadayals Martial Art Academy. I registered in a non-profit. So I have, <laughs> but, but I was, yeah, I was so busy with, uh, with touring and, and thank you. <laughs> I was, uh, I was too busy to do anything uh, or get it going because I, I was still, uh, I was engaged with my stage performances, which takes all up, uh, uh, takes up all my uh, time. But uh, now the world situation has changed mm. and we, our, our festival tour was uh, canceled. And um, so I looks like I have more time to to start putting again attention to this direction and see, hmm, yeah, how can I how can I contribute to the worldwide community with 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 uh, my 15 years of practice under the belt and so how how I could somehow maybe inspire the younger generation. Hmm. This is this is. Uh, what I would like to do. Well, it's interesting you say that, Prabhu, because I, one of the big reasons I made this podcast was for the younger generation in Krishna consciousness. So your your desire is, yeah, Krishna is reciprocating with that. Uh, although, uh, until now, I have maybe many reasons to be disappointed with the younger generations or their interest in what I'm doing, but... But uh, still, I, I don't let myself to be disappointed. I just take it as a sign that time was not correct, time was not right. Uh, but when the time is right, everything will come. You know, people who are actually interested, take it seriously, they will show up. Mm. And then, yeah, I had a couple of students. They were good, but uh, they were not maybe committed as long as I, as I would like to, mm. you know, they got distracted with different, distracted with different uh, choices in life. Where did these uh, students come from? Uh, I mean, one, are they like devotee children or like? From the yeah, yeah, they're all devotees, they're all devotees, yes. So yeah. you've created a, an academy, a martial arts academy, and you're, you're training young people in the Krishna consciousness movement? Well, not officially yet, but I, huh. unofficially, I, I mean, no, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I, I tried to retire from my stage performances. And then, of course, I didn't want to do it irresponsibly, just uh, dropping everything and uh, taking off. But uh, I wanted to train up someone to replace me 
So I was looking for students and then in Mayapur I had a couple of students. I made a presentation performance uh, introducing what I'm doing, what I've been done maybe about 10 years, tra traveling around the world, just uh, showing these performances on, on festivals or organized by ISKCON and then basically invited uh, anyone who is interested to learn what I'm doing and who would like to pursue the same type of service in future. Uh, I'm here to teach you, to train you. And then uh, a couple of boys in, in, in Mayapur, international school, they, they showed interest and they, for the, for the next two months, we were seriously training daily. Yeah. And I you know, teach them. And they did actually uh, performances on their, on their school open day. Uh, that was good. But because I had to leave Mayapur and then we were not anymore physically uh, connected, uh, you know, our lo my location changed and so kind of they got distracted by different things. So that's it. <laughs> Basically, that, that was it. And uh, yeah, I have another student that I trained up who replaced me during the two years period when I actually didn't perform. I, I, as I mentioned, I tried to retire mm -hmm. because I felt this it's getting too much. Uh, my body's getting too old. I was 30, 36 then. And then I found, uh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one uh, devotee, I would say, a young boy, uh, grown up in devotee family. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was actually a son of my teacher, my original teacher. Really? His, his son. Yeah, because father cannot teach his, his son himself oftentimes. There must be someone else to teach their son. So uh, I became his son's teacher. So his son was replacing me for two years on the stage. Wow. And then, yeah. Uh, because he had genuine desire to do it. He really wanted. He was attracted for what I'm doing. And uh, so, but then he wanted to get married and then as soon as he did that, uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. So, and I was asked to come back on stage, and uh, after that, I, I had to revive my 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 fitness, which had gone lot was lost during the two years of taking break from stage and fit fitness training. So it was quite a challenge, uh, starting almost again from nearly zero to revive. Wow. Build up, build all new weapons, uh, uh, new costumes, or the whole whole package basically. But uh, somehow or other, I did it. And uh, yeah, since then, uh, since 2018, yeah, I've been performing again. Um, what are you doing during lockdown? Or are you in lockdown where you are? Uh, I, I just recently re changed my location. I relocated from Dublin, Ireland to, to Zurich, Switzerland. And uh, yeah, lockdown, I was in, I was in Ireland. And uh, I kept training, yeah, kept up my fitness. Hmm. What is your fitness regime? My fitness regime. Usually I try to do the 
physically demanding exercises during the first part of the day because then you have just simply more energy more energy really and yeah uh, preferably morning times is the best to the hardest things first many many uh, say success uh, what is it called uh, coaches coaches right success coaches they they recommend the same thing and it just makes a lot of sense to do the difficult things first and then you feel much more accomplished and mm. you have more inspiration and, and enthusiasm to do all the other things why don't you take you us to... through like your whole morning routine like sadhana martial arts fitness like what is a day in the life of Dina Dayan <laughs> yeah okay. okay usually I wake up at 4 a.m. As a, as a monk living in the temple, 4 a.m., you know, prepare myself, take bath, uh, prepare for the morning prayers called Mangala Arti at 4.30. This is a standard program in, in, a, in our temples. We chant the Hare Krishna Mantra, Mantra meditation for, for two hours. That's uh, that's the part of the day I consider my most important uh, important you say service important uh, uh, element or spiritual practice this chanting of the mantra because that will give me the spiritual strength the spiritual intelligence that I need in order to face all the challenges that the day will throw at at me and. Yes, there's plenty of challenges every day. <laughs> you know, in interrelation, interpersonal relationships, or or, or just uh, you know, some situations pop, pops up, you have to deal with them. So, in order to be successful in this in these tests, uh, I feel very focused, very very dense uh, chanting of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, is essential. <laughs> okay, and then we have a second part of the morning program, starting at 7.15, when we greet the deities, we worship the spiritual master, glorify our guru, and uh, sing and dance, sing some more Mahamantra. <laughs> this is followed by, traditionally by, uh, philosophical discussion in Srimad Bhagavatam class, which I very much enjoy, very much like. And the whole program ends at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. So it's like a solid, almost four and a half, five hours of, uh, of spiritual activities in the morning. This is mm. a, a daily routine. And then it's time for some, some workout. And uh, yeah, so I try to mix up my workouts, uh, make, make sure there's there's cardio included, some 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 muscle building <laughs> included, and uh, also some some weapon training. But but usually I, I try to break these things up: fitness in one session, and then a weapon and choreography. Which is part of my service, part of my stage performance uh, that, that I try to do later on to, during the day because it's not physically that demanding. Uh, yeah. And then breakfast or? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My breakfast. Well, 
in order to do my fitness at at, at nine o'clock, I, I usually eat a little bit around 7 a.m. because, uh, you know, you need to have some calories in in order to burn some calories. <laughs> so, yes. And then, then I take some serious breakfast uh, after the intense morning workout, which is around 11 o'clock. What's your serious so, uh, breakfast? My serious breakfast? <laughs> you know, if I'm living in a, in a temple, I don't have usually time to cook myself, so whatever is available from different options, I, I choose the, the the healthiest option. <laughs> is it like usually kitchen or? That's the that's the topmost in my list. It's like nice. ideal kitchen because it includes everything, you know, your carbs, True. your proteins. Uh, but uh, you know, if if that's available, that's perfect. But if not, you know, we'll find some other options. But uh, yeah, and then uh, then rest of the rest of the day is filled with other services. Like, uh, like what? Uh, yeah, I, I have fortune now to to like to, to worship the uh, little form of the Lord in the form of uh, Kirigorda. So I do. Wow. It's called puja. The worship process daily takes about one hour. Uh, but yeah, I've, been, I've done it now for four years. Uh, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful part of the day where I can really uh, develop personal, very personal relationship with the Supreme Lord in the, in a in a way that uh, if if I one day become intoxicated villager, then then the same activities continue, mm. you know. Praying the Lord, addressing the Lord, beating the Lord. So it's very personal, very, uh, very sweet. I feel mm. very, very much uh, satisfied, fulfilled doing that. Uh, mm. That puja, yeah. I, even though it sometimes um, makes my schedule a little bit more stressful, very intense because I have to fit so many things into my day, but. Uh, Despite all this, if I feel it's worth it to to have that the worship of the Lord uh, uh, somehow are included in in the day, daily activities. It's it's just uh, it overweights all the stress. <laughs> and what's your evening routine? Evening routine, well. Since since I just arrived uh, to, to a new location, uh, my my routine hasn't uh, fell into place yet, but it will happen soon. But basically, I very important thing for me is reading uh, spiritual books, reading uh, philosophy like Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam daily. Uh, so uh, this happens often during evening time, sometimes. Because yeah, it will help to sharpen the sword of, of intelligence. Mm. And what time do you generally go to bed? Because of my fitness training, I require a little bit more rest, a little bit more sleep than if I wouldn't do the, the physical training. So 
minimum seven hours for me is, is necessary in order to be able to function without without sleeping during the next day. So mm. uh, which means nine nine for me. Mm. Nine is when I should be horizontal already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that keeps the 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 machine running smoothly. Nice. So yeah, can see how your you said that your your daily activities, especially uh, your puja, um, is very sweet, and that's just testimony to your boiling the milk, boiling down that burphy, and it sounds <laughs> like it's uh, it's going to be a very sweet burphy. <laughs> we will see about that. <laughs> I guess the test of the burpee is uh, the moment of death, the moment when we have to leave this body. Right. That's the ultimate test. How far have you uh, reached in boiling uh, your burpee? True. Mm. Sure. And so that, yeah, so therefore every day is uh, we should be conscious of that last last test, test the, the final exam. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, sharing your, your, uh, yeah, your lifestyle, how you, how you live and your approach to life. Your, your, your life is uh, becoming a nice burpee. <laughs> it's just like, that's such a nice, uh, <laughs> a nice like imagery and like way to approach life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we're basically cooks. We're cooks. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're cooking perfect. <laughs> the offer to the the Almighty. Yeah. Like, what what could be a better way to live? Like, yep, I'm just I'm just making myself as pure as possible and as sweet as possible to you know be as nice and pleasing as possible to the all attractive supreme godhead yeah that's nicely said it's a very noble life that you're leading Prabhu. so thank you again for your association and uh, hopefully we'll get some more sometime uh, yeah do you have some more questions or or that was our podcast today yeah yep that was that was a wrap up okay nice uh, yeah, I feel I feel very privileged to to be on your podcast. I, I feel, you know, it's called Soul on Fire, but I feel like I don't fit into that category. I feel like maybe for me you can call it Soul covered by ice or something. No, uh, no. We just talked about the boy. You can't boil milk without fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I admit the feat. <laughs> nice for me. In, in, in this debate. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, Thank um, you, Muchikunda Prabhu. <laughs> <laughs>